Hello, and welcome back to Keep Digging for Life. I am your host, Jason Epps. Today, I thought I'd do something a little different. Uh, discuss what happened to me a few days ago during uh, graduation and how uh, God was working through and to basically discuss my uh, potential future plans and to... Um, just let you guys know about it. So, uh, without further ado, here we go. And we're back. As many of you may know, I've been studying for the past four years to get a Master's of Theology in Hebrew Cognate Studies and Old Testament. Boy, sometimes just saying it out loud sounds cool. So, uh, I, so this past uh, Sunday, I um, attended the graduation ceremony. My dad came down from Florida, as well as my um, pastor, Mike. And all it on the surface would seem like it would be a completely enjoyable and wonderful time. And in one sense, it was. However, there was one minor snag. And by minor, I mean not minor at all. You see, a few, three days before graduation, my armrest and controller finally got replaced. They've been needing to be replaced for a while. My controller to my power wheelchair was hanging on literally by duct tape, only through the uh, engineering prowess of two, well, engineers at my home church. So, for the longest time, we waited months and months and finally got approved to have a replacement part. This is typical. But when the repair person was adjusting the armrests, we think he adjusted them too high because I could not move my arms at all, couldn't function at all, couldn't uh, drive, and it just got worse and worse and worse the the day before uh, commencement the commencement chapel um I, my i could barely drive and my mom and i had to think with the accommodations person the person who does accommodations at my school, how to best handle it. And Aaron, his name, Aaron is his name, Aaron Spitzer, he was great, awesome, very understanding about the whole situation because we didn't know how it would develop. On the uh, plus side, we could, um, I was actually, um, I actually remembered the commencement chapel 
Dr. Harrell spoke, and he was the main person about his focus is primarily on the Trinity. Ironically, one would expect the commencement chapel to be primarily concerned with, Oorah, you could do it, be, you know, be, you know, warriors for Christ, that kind of thing. Um, nope. His passage, his talk was based on the section of the Gospels where a wheat needs to die in order to um, germinate and be productive and to form. So basically, his whole thing was, as Christians, you're going to die, be persecuted, run over, and it's going to be a horrible experience in your life, which is not the message that you would expect. From a commencement chapel, which is different than actual commencement. Commencement chapel was the day before. And during commencement chapel, one of my dear friends, who I had no idea could sing, sang a wonderful song about lament and difficult times in life, which ironically was very appropriate to what I was going through right then and there, because... Mainly what I was dealing with was extreme cramping situations. So we were, the next day, uh, we were actually, so this was two days before commencement. Next day was the following day for commencement. We were actually, my dad and, actually, no, it was the same day. Man, so much happened that day, it felt like two days. So in between the chapel and commencement, um, my dad and stepmom, as well as my pastor, main pastor, and the now-appointed youth pastor from my home church in Florida came. And we had a nice potential discussion uh, about my future and... But the and uh, one of my good friends, Sean Tracy, who was instrumental in the helping me get through seminary, primarily because he stepped up when no one else would. So, Sean, here's your shout out. Uh, we actually were able to get the uh, tech there to lower the armrest that day. It caused me to be a little bit late to the celebratory barbecue, but I actually was able to um, have a tech there and to get it done. And the barbecue in itself was way better than I expected. My, my f oftentimes in crowds, because of my physical disability, I feel isolated and I feel like I can't fully mingle because I'm afraid of running people over. I know my dad would say, just run them over, don't care about it. You know, it's their fault if they don't get in your way, but I just, I don't want to cause that kind of collateral damage. <laughs> but the great thing about the barbecue was so many of my friends sought me out, saw me and 
were able to connect me to other friends. So many people that I hadn't seen in years. Uh, the ironic thing is there were a couple people that I didn't recognize because they were wearing the face mask. Yeah. Until I, you know, was able to recognize their voice for a few seconds. So, all in all, the barbecue was great. I was able to connect with one of my friends from Australia, who I hadn't seen in years. So, it seemed that my pain was slightly increasing. But I was still wondering what I can do um, for... Uh, commencement and how would graduation work so when we come back I will tell you of that day So the day of commencement, my mom and I woke up extremely early because it was at Preston Wood Baptist Church. 5.30 in the morning. Ooh, I am not really a morning person. No, uh, no way. So we were able to get there. Um, thankfully, we found Aaron, the person in charge of accommodations, almost immediately. Immediately, the conversation went to... Um, plans, alternative plans if I wasn't able to make it across the stage. Because with all the cramping, I kept lifting my arm off the controller. So, um, me and Aaron were actually able to do a light walk through where I had, where I would go through the areas where I would be driving. And all throughout that dry one rock through, I was having extreme difficulty um, driving my chair. Um, extreme pain and whatnot. Um, still wondering, oh dear Lord, will I be able uh, to do this? Uh, the nice thing is since I did the dry one before anybody got there, um, I actually had more experience of the process of going across stage because most of the instruction for rehearsal was just a verbal instruction of how the walkthrough would actually work. Which for me, because of my difficulties with the wheelchair, I'm glad I actually got to physically experience it because I have a lot more uh, physical considerations as far as Making sure there are no obstacles in the path and whatnot. Ironically, during uh, the instructions, two things occur. Uh, Dr. Yarborough, our now president at Dallas Theological Seminary, quoted from one of my favorite professors, Dr. Um, John Allman, who always says to people getting their THM or Masters of Theology, when you cross over that stage and they hand you a Masters of Theology, do not believe them. So, Yarbrough restated that point, which I think is very quaint, because even though we have a, I have a Masters of Theology, I am by no means a Master of Theology, ironically. It's just a, in a sense, 
I mean, it's an important degree. It's an accomplishment, but I am by no means a master of theology. That's something that occurs for years of living life, experience, delving into the Word of God, and is not limited by having one degree or another. So, the ironic thing is, uh, one of the key things that Dr. Yarbrough said not to do was to pop the fake uh, diploma rolls. He said, they're fine, listen to this, pop, 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 but don't do it. And I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but what did a great majority of the students do? I'd say about half midway through the ceremony. They popped the diploma holders. <laughs> Depravity at work. Um, so, uh, the, is, uh, the, the ceremony itself was fine. Our normal music leader, Patrick, led it, and it, it was great. It was, a, it was almost like, uh, a worship service of sorts, more than a commencement, and, and well, and a sermon of sorts. The president of Israel College of the Bible, um, actually spoke, and his message was really uh, tailored to us, mentioning the need of uh, simultaneously don't. Um, Try and put too much weight of... Oh, don't be too proud of your degree. Realize, you know, God can humble you. But also don't put too much weight on yourself. Remember, it's uh, God working. And one of the real main points he said was um, that you need to have three people that you can... Uh, trust and holds you accountable to make sure that you're not going off the theological deep end into strange areas of heresy. So, uh, and his main point, again, was a little bit of a downer, but true that as Christian leaders, you will, as Christians, and now as Christian leaders, will especially have a target on our back from the world. Again, not the chipper message you expect to hear. So after that message, um, the degrees began to uh, call and line up. And since I was a THM, I'm in the third group after the general master's students. What amazed me is how many regular master's students there were. They were, I would guesstimate about half of the people there. The nice thing about the whole commencement ceremony is because the 2020 graduates weren't able to have their uh, commencement and graduation hashtag COVID which kind of ruined all of our lives um, they were allowed to come back and participate in this commencement. So it was a slightly larger commencement than normal. Uh, and when my um, turn kind of came up, I had planned 
to leave right after the president says, uh, by the power vested in me, by the Board of Regents and the State of Texas, I confer upon you the degree of Master of Theology. Well, right as I was um, leaving and they were lining up, my hand, of course, was cramping again. It kept cramping and it kept going. So much so that I was outside of my normal place of life. But I eventually got there. Um, and I was really nervous. Aaron told me one of his key tips was, you're worried that you're nervous. Well, plan to be nervous, because you actually will be. And it kind of helped in a sense, but still, my arm kept freezing up. The There was a great delay in saying my name, mostly because I think the reader was noticing the trouble I was having. I finally, through constant stating of bullet prayers, was able to make my way across the stage, and by the final time that I did it, my, my mom told me this later, there was essentially a standing ovation, which, honestly, um, now that I know that was there, kind of made me feel a little good. I was really worried that I would be maligned and ridiculed for, you know, holding everybody up. And instead, it was the um, exact opposite, which makes me wonder why I've heard from um, some people that, you know, I, I burned bridges because that flies into the face of that assessment. But that's neither here nor there. So I eventually made it across, and ironically... Once I had crossed the uh, stage, my hand um, was less crampy than it was before, signaling that most of it was stress. So, finally got done with it. I was able to see my, um, take a picture with my mentor in our Harry Potter robes or Renaissance costume, as he likes to call it, and after that, we, I talked at length with my dad for, about my, uh, plans for my future, and he was really discouraged that, um, DTS had, well, not discouraged, but he had, mentioned that DTS missed an opportunity uh, when they uh, denied me but and that he said some of the most encouraging things to me that I've ever heard in my life that nothing will stop me nothing can stop me now which coming from my dad who has not always been the most verbally supportive person. He's been supportive in his own way, but he's occasionally not said it as much. It it meant a lot. Uh, so, that was essentially that occurring. And I will let you know how I am doing now and what my plans are now when we come back.
And we're back. So you may be wondering, it's been a week since then. What am I doing now? How am I feeling now? Well, unfortunately, I'm still cramping. (laughs) Not as much, but uh, still, we've kind of discovered that the problem is with my uh, seating system. It's been needing to replace uh, for a long time and remolded because I have a custom uh, molded back. Unfortunately, uh, every time we've tried to get into CPT, it never really works. So we've been trying to contact and get in with the PT, but with no luck. In fact, for some reason, somebody accidentally canceled uh, the order when we tried to make a request to see a PT for a, a seating eval, and that fix could kind of take months. So I'm still having trouble driving and doing tests that I would normally find easy and because of this cramping. Uh, in regards to school, one of the things that I regret is that I took some of the hardest classes without any concern for my GPA. I wanted to learn. I wanted to grow. And I found out ever since I was denied from DTS that unfortunately a 3.5 is the standard for um, doctoral programs. So I'm still in the process of appealing the um, doctorate in the doctoral committee for DTS. We'll, we'll see how that goes, and I'll uh, keep you guys updated when they're in because of all the programs, the DTS program is the one I like the most, mainly because it focuses not just on the Old Testament or on the New Testament, but on a synthetic view on the whole Bible and how it works. Um, I have been looking at a few other schools. Uh, Southern, uh, again, the problem there is they require a 3.5. The advantage to Southern as far as their program over to, as opposed to DTS, is they only require an MTIV, not a THM, and they are open to seeing if my grades would be comparable enough. I am not. I am um, not uh, confident that it'll be high enough. Similar with another, similar issue with another school I looked at. Um, well, let me backtrack. I found, in fact, just today, that th- that Southern. Theological Seminary has a program that is focused on biblical studies, which seems to be similar to the DTS program, which is having a combination of the Old Testament and New Testament, which is exactly what I want. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Another place I looked at was Southwestern. One was Southern, the other Southwestern. I know it's very confusing. It confuses me. So, if you're not confused, more power to you. 
So, and Southern implicitly states that they work with people with a um, GPA lower than 3.3 to determine uh, their readiness for doctoral work. But with Southwestern, I will need to take the GRE, which you may say, what's the big problem with that? Well, one, the GRE requires, um, in its own rules, to be taken uh, not less than four months than the application to the school, which means even if I were to take it right now, I would have to wait four months and then that would be the earliest I could apply. But since I need accommodations for the GRE, that would mean I would have to apply for accommodations. And that could take up to several months to a year. I know I've done this before. So Southwestern is one of the most hopeful ones, but still it's the limitation. I still don't know if I get in. One of the programs that I've seen the most promise of getting in is Liberty's Biblical Exposition Degree. That only requires a 3.0, which I have because I have a 3.35. Uh, and a writing sample, which I can definitely do. However, the main problem there is that it's... Uh, only accredited regionally, not with the national accreditation for theological schools. So I don't know if that will pose a problem for future employment. I don't want to go through a doctoral program and school be like, sorry, you don't have the national accreditation of theological schools. So, uh, but really that is the one program that I'm still in based you in for. So that's essentially what I'm uh, going through right now. I'm kind of waiting for God's um, guidance on what to do and how to go forward in that regard. And I would appreciate um, the prayers of my listeners as well. All right, until then, keep digging.